Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey guys, we're here for another episode of Cuckoo with Coco. It's actually episode 13, which is not happening on Friday the 13th. Otherwise, that would be real spoopy. Ooh, we're not there yet. We got like 10 more days till we hit Halloween. Psyched, but don't have a costume yet. I don't know what the plan was. Me and Laura and Alicia have not really figured that out. Uh, so I guess we're just going to do our own thing separately. I don't know what the plan is. I'm sure me and Laura will coordinate something. But... Your girl's flying solo this episode, and it is because I guess I need to get reacquainted with you guys. It's been a really long time since it's just been me and you, so today is going to be me and you for half an hour, and I hope you still enjoy my voice as much as you've enjoyed my guests. There's been a lot of back-to-back guests, but now it's just time for us. So how are you? Are you having a good week? Have you had a good weekend? By the way, I'm recording on a Monday, so my weekend was fantabulous. And yeah, I'm going to use that word. I've never used that before, but it was really good. It was nice. I had a great relaxing weekend and I'm, I had a really quick Monday for that being said. I've never had, you know, I didn't have a lot to do, but it flew and I don't know when that's ever happened before, but it's very surprising because I always have something to do and I'm always, it's, it's either hit or miss at my job. Desk jobs. Okay. Easy money. You know, just getting things done, typing things up. It's it's busy work, but it's also like monotonous after a while, if I can say that. And you know, I've just been enjoying it only because it helps pay my bills. But you know what? At the, on the plus side, there's residents that I get to hang out with every so often and I don't get yelled at for it. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. All my residents are really fun. But um, so Halloween is coming up, like I said, and I just have one tip for the girls out there. Just make sure that you're warm. Because October, New York, cold. Those are like three things that go together. And I don't like being cold. And that's another issue I had in my apartment recently. My heat was not working properly. So I was freezing. Freezing. Wearing all the layers of clothing and could not get warm. So I would like to be warm and toasty. So my landlord fixed it. And my complaint is gone now because now I'm sweating. Now I'm sweating, but that's okay. I'd rather sweat than be cold. But I can actually adjust my thermostat now so I feel like a real human being. You can twist the knobs and everything, and it works perfect. So excited. So like I said, Halloween, with Halloween coming up, appropriate costumes, inappropriate costumes everywhere. I'm not going to be preachy about it. I just don't want to see your vagina on Halloween. That's not the trick or treat I was looking for. I wanted to go out, dance, and have a good time like I always do on Halloween, but past couple Halloweens haven't worked out that way. That's what happens when you date boring people. Um, (laughs) So uh, this year, I don't know what we're going to do. I guess we'll coordinate it at a later time, which it's getting later and later. We're going to coordinate with Laura and Alicia, maybe. Um, I hope hope they're both listening or they're both going to listen. And um, 
Yeah, so Halloween, and then we got, uh, what do we got, Thanksgiving coming up, and then Christmas. So Thanksgiving is always fun, and I say it's always fun in a light manner, because there's always that one family member that always has to uh, make that backhanded compliment. Like, you always visit, Thanksgiving depends on the age you are, is how excited you are. I'm excited for the food and the drink. That's what Thanksgiving is to me. Food and drink, wonderful. Especially if you're Spanish, because we whip out that coquito. It is coquito season, people. Call your friends, call your Spanish friends if you have any, and let them know you need a bottle real quick, because that stuff goes. I know a lot of people sell that as a hide, like side hustle, excuse me, can't speak, side hustle, and it goes like wildfire. Everybody wants it. I've never seen coquito blow up so much. Like, I heard about it when I was a kid, that it was like liquid gold, but when you grow up and you're an adult and you finally get to have that sip, Unless you were, like, in that family that lets you have it anyway, regardless of your age. I was not in that family, by the way, so I had to wait till I was an adult. When you f- take that first sip of that first batch, it's it's all the holidays together in your mouth. <laughs> that's what it is. Christmas is here before Thanksgiving with Coquito, because that's, like, a holiday drink. So that's not even... Thanksgiving really isn't Coquito season, but we'll do it anyway, because we're Spanish and... We like to please. Some like to please. Let's not make that generalization. Not all of them please because, you know, all the baby mama stories with Latina chicks, terrible. Terrifying. I love you girls. Terrifying. (laughs) Um, Okay, so back to Thanksgiving. There's always the family member that gives you the backhanded compliment and it's always at like the worst time ever. I've always gotten into fights with at least one relative during these past couple Thanksgivings and it's because... I'm at the age where I just don't care. I think that's safe to say for many of us that we just don't care anymore at 30. A lot of people stopped caring a lot younger and, you know, that's fine and everything, but I guess your family didn't smack you around enough or yell at you enough because if if I ever raised my mom, my voice to my mother, if I ever raised my voice to my mother, if I could speak today, which I really can't, apparently, I would get so yelled at in front of everybody and it's like public humiliation. Nobody needs that around the holidays. Some of you guys did. Because the way some of these kids yell at their parents these days, and they're below 18, oh my god, I would have lost all nine lives. And yes, I just compare myself to a cat because I bounce back. Anyway, so, you know, there's there's always the older relative, I have to say, that gives you the backhanded compliment. It's either grandmother or grandparent or aunt or whatever. But us Spanish people are very judgy of one another. And it's a family member or not, it does not matter because there's always side conversation happening. So if some relative comes over to you, you'll be like, oh, yay, it's so nice to see you. And, da, 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 da. and then they'll walk away and they'll be like, oh, my God, you believe what she just said to me? It's just like that. Or did you see what she's wearing? Or did you see that that's like her third husband this year? Stuff like that. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> I see the clapbacks on Facebook. Those drive me nuts. I know you're seeing them too. I know you're seeing the clapbacks. That stuff is crazy. It's like, why did you have where your husband's at or where your kid's at? It's it's always something wild. It's always like someone snapping, like clapping back at the auntie who makes an inappropriate comment. But back to my family. My father's side of the family is usually okay. My mother's side of the family, hmm, there's always something. Not to say that it's always all bad. It's really not. We always have a good time with each other no matter what. But there's always the one instance where, you know, someone will make a comment about, are you sure you want to eat any more of that? Or are you sure you haven't had enough to drink yet? Or are you sure you should still be eating that? Or are you okay? What did your doctor say you could do? Like, shh, keep that to yourself. (laughs) It's always around the holidays, too, and I never understand why that is. 
We don't need to necessarily be judgy of one another during a holiday, which is sometimes I just can't stand holidays for that reason, because we're all supposed to have a good time and be with each other. But it always seems so forced and fake at the same time, because we all know each other's business and we all have to be in the same room with each other. You guys all probably have the same issues I do. And all of you guys have issues with other family members, but it's the holidays, so y'all come together anyway and have a good time anyway. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Again, this is not anything against family time or anything like that. It's just an observation that within my family, someone always makes a comment about someone else to another family member, and then it's like the butt of the joke for the rest of the day. I don't know if if it's just a Spanish thing or if all families do it, but if all families do it, then yay. (laughs) If not, then oh my god, we gotta like fix ourselves. (laughs) But I always had fun with my grandfather. I don't exactly remember where we used to go when I was younger for Thanksgiving. Um, We used to go to my aunts or my great aunts or something. I always had Spanish food. Never mind mashed potatoes and turkey and whatever else. We used to do penil and arroz con gandules and we used to, you know, Puerto Rican it up. Puerto Rican it up. And yes, there were beans there. You bean hater. I know where you at. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, so you know, Thanksgiving is always the it like the day before, you should always fast. If you're a friend, if you have a friend that's Spanish and you go to their house for Thanksgiving, please make sure you don't eat the whole day before because all they're going to do is shove food down your throat. And that's basically what happens is if your plate is empty or your cup is empty, you better fill that up before they do. Because they'll find reasons. That's how Spanish grandmas are. They will find reasons to stuff food down your throat. Even if they think you're fat already. That's the funny part. They'll think you're fat anyways, and they'll still continue to shove food down your throat. How wild. And then you just lapse into a food drink coma on the couch. And then they'll ask if you want dessert. And you always have room for dessert. Sweets crazy. Let's let's get back to Halloween for a second because I used to live down in the city. Let me tell you what, trick-or-treating in apartment buildings, you will never get more candy than that. There's like 27 floors in each building with like 10 apartments on each floor. You needed like a whole pillowcase and a half for three buildings. We used to go ham. Me and both my cousins, Ashley and VJ, we used to go crazy for trick-or-treating in the city because you used to get the biggest payout. It was crazy. I've never had more candy. I don't think I've ever finished any of that candy from back in the day. And now it should be expired at this point. But my point is, we always had a big ass sack of candy that we didn't know what to do with because we were like, the bag of candy probably weighed more than us. What were we supposed to do with that? I mean, yeah, eat it is the appropriate answer. But for real, what were we supposed to do with that? We had candy probably way past like Valentine's Day. February 14th is what I was going to say. But between candy on Halloween and treats on Thanksgiving, like, why don't we just spend the rest of the year fat? (laughs) Like, I try so hard to not be fat. And then all these holidays with food and stuff come along. I don't appreciate backhanded compliments. I've never, unless you're dumb and don't realize that it was backhanded, like that there was a little slice of shade in there, you probably deserved it then because you didn't catch on to it, clearly. (laughs) And, you know, when when Halloween comes around, all the R-rated movies come out. Like, most of the R-rated movies are on TV, so they have to, you know, edit it or whatever they have to do or cut it down, whatever they have to do to remove the inappropriate content to make it, like, PG-13. Because even M.A. is... What the hell is M.A.? Mature audiences. At this point, none of these kids have any kind of boundaries lately because they all have access to phones now, so everybody has access to every content that was ever put out on the internet, ever. 
So appropriate or not, how safe is the internet for kids or how safe is TV for kids? Like, are kids even watching TV anymore now that they have iPhones and all this other stuff? Probably not. So one of my favorite channels to watch during the month of October is AMC because they do Fear Fest. And still, speaking of things scary, still have not gone to Six Flags to do the um, whatever their Halloween is. I don't remember, but I've, I've yet to go. I'm, you know, 30 now, and I've been to Six Flags plenty of other times for plenty of other reasons, but never for Halloween. Wait, maybe I did it once when I was younger. But when you're younger, you don't really appreciate things like that because you're always, like, hiding and afraid. So that's probably what happened. I was hiding and afraid, which is why I don't remember. <laughs> so R-rated movies. My favorite Halloween movie, I have to say. Well, they play it all the time. I like The Evil Dead. Uh, I like the original and the remake. Those were, uh, the remake was kind of disgusting because a lot of stuff happened in that movie and I don't really know how I felt about it. Like when she, spoiler alert, when that root like vomits out from her, uh, her twin, her demonic twin, whatever, pops out of the mouth and like falls down to the ground and squish, 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 and it's crawling all the way up and then goes up between her legs. Like, yikes and ouch, because that looked disgusting and it also looked painful at the same time. So that's what I thought of that. Also, speaking of R-rated movies, I was discussing the other day the first R-rated movie I ever saw, which was when I turned 17. I saw Clerks 2, which I was told this does not really count as an R-rated movie, but I do, and do not take that from me. <laughs> um, also, I did uh, I did enjoy it. It was with my friend James, Man Sheffer. Everybody knows him as J-Mo or Chef. Uh, he doesn't listen to this, I'm sure, so he'll never know that he was in this episode. But I went and saw that. I was so excited. Again, when I go to the movies, I like my junk junkie. So I got my popcorn, my Twizzlers, and my soda. Do I drink soda as much anymore? Not so much. It's kind of, it kind of depends on my mood. If I go out to eat, it's usually like maybe something bubbly. I don't know. But I'm not really a soda girl anymore. I don't do that. I used to drink it more than I drank water. And I got told by a doctor to drink more water. And that's when I did. Because, you know, my urine was dark. <laughs> when I was younger. Let's be serious. It's not now not now. So I asked, I posted this question on Facebook and I only got a few people to answer, but we'll read about it anyway. So my questions for the week was, what was your first R-rated movie and what's the most embarrassing thing you remember from your childhood? So I got Mel to answer and she said that Child's Play, the Chucky movies, if anybody doesn't know what Child's Play means, where have you been and stop living under a rock? She said her stepdad literally let her brother and her watch these when we were way too young. Another one, Zach Jones, comp commented Leprechaun, which was okay. I mean, I wasn't so so much scared of that as Chucky, really. And that was, that was pretty much it. It was pretty quiet for crowd participation, but I also didn't give it enough time for people to participate. But scary, as scary movies go, I think when I was younger, the one that I was afraid of was... I liked Trilogy of Terror, but I did not like that stupid doll. <laughs> that doll sucked. That doll would run around in Trilogy of Terror. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Trilogy of Terror, there was this little voodoo doll that this lady bought for her niece. And uh, let me see. Trilogy of Terror. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. So Karen Black is in it. She stars in it. And let me see. What is this stupid little voodoo thing? What is the name of this stupid doll? Trilogy of Terror doll. Okay. It was a Zuni warrior doll. And... Zuni. Let me look that up too. Zuni warrior doll. Here we go. This thing was so freaking ugly. This thing used to chase her around. 
<laughs> this thing used to chase her around. Oh my god, hold on. Everybody went crazy looking to buy it. So check this out. So this this doll, she bought it for her niece as a present. I don't remember if it was for a holiday or if it was for her birthday or what. She goes and buys this her niece this doll and like an idiot, it says, do not open. This idiot goes and opens it, okay? The idiot goes and opens it. And we had to watch her get terrorized by this doll for like, what, 20 minutes, half an hour. And it was the stupidest thing because she was fighting and... The thing was like, like a foot tall, maybe, maybe less. Oh, okay, it says 15 inches tall. Okay, but why would you want to buy this thing? Like people are, people went crazy and wanted to buy it. Like after they'd seen Trilogy of Terror, which by the way, came out in 1975. All right, so it's been a while. So who's now, st- who's now just watching this for the first time and said, I need this crazy ass doll in my house. Like, I don't care. I'll get it. I'll get it. Because that doll does not freak me out. But I'm also not going to open the box. Like I said, what an idiot. Like why when you see something that says to not do it, do you do it? Do you know people like that? I know people like that, that, oh, perfect example. So I went, me and Laura went to Atlantic City. Me and Laura went to Atlantic City and we went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. This was for my birthday. This was like four years ago, maybe, I think. And we went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, which is delicious. And the guy told her the plate was hot. Why did she then go ahead and touch this plate? She touched the plate and instantly burned her finger. That's how hot it was. Like some places over-exaggerate and say, don't touch the plate, it's hot. You touch it and it's like, eh, it's all right. She touched it and she burned her finger and that's Laura. If I had to describe Laura, (laughs) that's Laura. Love her to death. You could feel the heat, like putting your hand maybe like an inch or so above the plate. You could feel how hot it was. (laughs) And she had to go and touch it anyway. (laughs) She had to go and touch it anyway. And she even asked, so she touched it, she pulled back, and then she had to go and ask if they had like a burn kit or something or burn cream or something. And of course they don't. But the guy went and checked anyway and he said, oh, we do have some left. So he came and he brought her a little packet of burn cream. And that was the end of that debacle because we continued to eat anyway because our food was there and it looked damn delicious. But like that, that in and of itself, it's like, what do they call that? You know, you want to do something and that the, they say it's like the string, the piece of yarn in front of the cat that once you get it, something, some, some crazy metaphor, whatever. I don't even know where I'm going with that. It's whatever. But like, it's the thing they tell you not to do. It also goes back to like Adam and Eve when she was told not to freaking eat the apple and she bit into it (laughs) and chaos. Like, (laughs) what are we doing as, you know, society when it's not only women that do these things, it's men that do these things too. Like we tell them not to do something or we try and help them do something. And then there's a moment of I told you so. Like when guys and girls get into a car together and they're trying to find directions and stuff, guys don't ask for directions. Guys do not ask for directions. Women ask for directions. But in this day and age, we don't have to do that anymore because we have GPS. So what's the real problem? GPS even redirects you. No, I'm going to find a quicker way without GPS. And then you get lost for like five hours. Like, why does that have to be a thing? We have a GPS. Just follow what the GPS says. And what's even funnier is that the GPS voice is a woman. (laughs) Like, guys are still taking notes from women. The GPS is Siri. Siri is a chick. When are they going to change that, by the way? Not that I care. But this dark mode on the update, better on my eyes. If I, if I can say things that need to be updated, I think it would be cool if there was a male Siri. Like, who came out with the idea that it has to be just a woman's voice? I'm not against women. 
just to my female audience. This, I'm not against women. I'm just saying that we've had Siri for a long time. Why not have like a Dave? Like, hey, Dave, can you tell me this or that? It's always Siri this, Siri that. Right now she's not answering me because I took my watch off. Because she's not, So she's not listening. She's charging up for my workout for later. Because I've fallen off the wagon working out. But that's okay. I'm going to get back up there. We're going to be fine. So... Never mind Trilogy of Terror. Never mind that stupid Zuni Warrior doll. <laughs> the thing is so stupid. And you know what? I found a really cool video on it. And it has uh, Donna Summer music behind it. And the caption was something having to do with when your ex tries to get back with you. I'm going to post it on Facebook. If you're not already following me on Facebook, the name is Corinne Rose Fonseca. And I'm pretty funny on there too. So I've been told. <laughs> All right, so embarrassing stories when you were a kid. So that's my next thing. That was the next question I posted on Facebook. Excuse me. Not many responses, but that's not terrible. So let's see. Let's look this up really quick. It's going to be quick, I promise. Okay, scroll, scroll, scroll. There we go. Okay, so embarrassing child situations, childhood situations. So Mel again said, I was at a funeral of a schoolmate. Someone bumped into me and I almost fell into his burial slash grave hole centimeters away from falling face in. Dude, why are you so close to that, though? How how did you get that close? And where were your parents? (laughs) Were your parents nearby? Because I'm really hoping that this was not a class trip. And the chaperones were every like that the adults were everywhere and not just chaperoning the field trip for your schoolmates passing. Like, this is crazy. Why were you that close that you almost fell in? I'm so surprised by that. Isn't that how? Like, I've uh, I've been to funerals and I don't think they let you get that close to the to the burial. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, another one I have, oh my gosh, this one was crazy too, by Zach Jones. He said, I slept, walked down two flights of stairs to the basement, my brother's room, and started taking a piss in front of him and all his friends. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. He said he was eight and his brother was 20 something years old. Yo. Oh my God. What's even worse though is that he said they had to tell him, in the morning what happened because you're not supposed to wake someone up that's sleepwalking. How crazy is that? I don't know in a million years if I'd ever seen or heard anything as funny as that. That's pretty good. That's a good one. Let's see. (laughs) I can't believe it. Oh, man. Ooh. So someone else commented on this but brought up another good movie for Halloween, the movie Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. I really liked that movie. It was one of those psychological thrillers, but it was based off um, The Seven Deadly Sins. And I always thought that that was interesting, too, because I don't know that anyone had ever done a movie like that before. And I know horror movies are supposed to be, like, cliche and blah, blah, blah. And But that was pretty good. I think Kevin... Um, oh my god, what is his name? Kevin Spacey, that's what his name is. Okay, so Kevin Spacey, that was, he was good in that. And you know what's funny? Regardless of whatever happened or whatever case he went through, I think Kevin Spacey's a great actor. Like, I really think he's a great actor. And you know, you really shouldn't think that of someone who's sexually harassed a younger boy or sexually molested a younger boy and whatever. But at the same time, we're still supporting Chris Brown and Chris Brown was beating up women left and right. <laughs> like, and we're still listening to his music and we're like, ooh, how sexy and all that. But like, come on now. You're gonna, you're gonna kick Kevin Spacey off his own show, House of Cards. 
I was going to watch that show because he was in it, but now I don't want to watch that show because they cut him out of it. Okay, so back on track here because I went off the rails really quick. Uh, So my most embarrassing story had to do when I was in kindergarten. Well, I have a couple, so I'll leave you with a couple. Um, My most embarrassing thing that I remember from childhood was I thought it was cool apparently to pee your pants. And I was the only one, I guess, that had bladder control and wasn't doing that (laughs) in kindergarten. So, of course... I took it upon myself to, you know, want to be like the cool kids, and I purposely wet myself. And you know what's even worse about that? I wet myself, and we were right outside the apartment door. So all I really had to do was wait five seconds for the key to go in the lock, turn, and then the door would open. Like, I forced myself to pee on myself. Like, how stupid is that? Like, if I could go back in time and knock myself out as a kid, I would go back and beat my own ass. Like, why would you do that? You ruined a good pair of denim and you had to shower. Back then, bathing, not my friend. This day and age, hell yeah, shower time. Like, showers make me feel so good. But that was the most disgusting thing I've ever done. Not even embarrassing because it wasn't in front of a bunch of people. It was just disgusting. And it was in front of my grandma or my mom, one of the two. So that's, that was that. That was one of them. The second one, I think, wasn't so much embarrassing, but was an example of bullying, which had to do with, I guess, my personal hygiene. Again, you know, I would take baths, okay? It was whatever. I think the reason I didn't like to clean myself as a child was because it was a bath, and I guess I knew at that early age that bathing was not what I wanted to do, ever. It's like human soup. It's disgusting. Why would I want to sit in a pool of my own skin? Yuck. Yuck and yikes. That's what I have to say about that. But apparently, these two little girls in, in my kindergarten class or my first grade class, whatever it was, decided to pick on me and decide to tell me that my teeth were as yellow as the sun. And, you know, that's as simple as bullying got, I guess, at that age. Maybe their brains hadn't really formed better sentences or whatever, however you want to say that. But I guess they couldn't form better thoughts than that. So that's what they said to me. And of course, I cried to my grandfather about it that night, and my grandfather did not take no shit. So he, of course, came to the school to pick me up the following day, and he asked me to point out the two girls that made fun of me. So of course, (laughs) that was a big mistake. The guy's like 5'10", 5'11". He's a big dude. He could knock you down if he wanted to. And he's walking up to these like three foot nothing little girls, and he goes up to them, and he goes... If you ever talk to my granddaughter like that again, I will beat up both your parents. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) It was the worst mistake. Like I was trying to stick up for myself, but at the same time I needed an adult and my adult like to, you know, fight. (laughs) That was a terrible idea. That was terrible. But that's what he liked to do. And that's what he thought was appropriate. So I guess that was the appropriate response was that he was going to beat up these two little girls parents, probably not the moms, more often the dads, I guess, to teach them a lesson or whatever. But that guy was always my knight, knight in shining armor, whatever. He was the man, Um, took care of me for my whole childhood, pretty much. But he was the man. He always had my back. He always would fight people for me if he had to. But he was he was the guy you did not want to mess with at all. So So that's a a little gentle note to leave you with. My grandfather was a gentle giant, but if he had to beat people up, he would be there in a heartbeat. This guy was beat up, shot, stabbed every which way till Sunday, and he was just the most thug and best grandfather a kid could have asked for. Not anybody in the moment would have thought that, but he was awesome. 
He used to have me watch all the crazy movies. He didn't even care what the rating was on them. I mean, he would cover my eyes when there was really inappropriate stuff or make me leave the room, whatever. But he watched whatever around me. He said whatever around me, which is probably why I'm so rough. But anybody who knows me knows that I'm a gentle person also, unless you rub me the wrong way and then it's go time. Not fighting, because I don't really care to be physical with anybody. But verbally, I'm an executioner. That's beautiful. I'm going to write that down. Um... But yeah, so this was another episode. I don't even know what happened in this half an hour, to be honest with you. We talked about Halloween. We talked about Thanksgiving, backhanded compliments, talked about for a brief minute what not to wear on Halloween. Because again, girls, please just do me a favor. Be sensible about these things because I get cold looking at you and I'm all bundled up and I'm like, oh man, aren't you cold? But I mean, a lot of these chicks go out and like drink their face off. So they're probably, their body temperature is like a thousand degrees. So they don't really care. But we talked about Coquito a little bit. We talked about the movie Seven a little bit, which I still think is good. And Kevin Costner's still a good actor. He was great in Horrible Bosses. The Horrible Bosses versus Chris Brown beating women up, which is, you know, apparently that's whatever. That's okay that he already, he, he did his time. He's fine. That's really not fine though. He still hit women. Just like Kevin Costner at the end, uh, Kevin Costner, Kevin Spacey at the end of the day, still sexually molested or harassed that boy back in like the 80s or whatever. So we're still holding on to that, but we already let go of Chris Brown. Hmm, priorities. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. That's not what this is about right now, but that just, it's two instances of someone being a victim to someone else's bullshit and we're still praising one and, you know, hating the other one, which makes no sense because I'm still going to watch Kevin Spacey movies. Anyways... So that little rant is over, but I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week, and I hope you enjoyed me flying solo today, and I think this got out of control again, but that's what this is, and I love you guys all for listening, and I hope you had some fun with me, and like I said, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter to talk to me about future topics. If you have ideas, I'm fully open to listening to your ideas. I think it's going to be great to collab with people, and I've had some guests the past couple episodes. This episode was fun to do. I really just ranted. It was it was open, it was fun, it was nutty, and I hope you had a great time. I'm still laughing about a couple things in my head that I discussed, and you know, just just try and have a good time this week. It's the start of my week. I'm going to try and get back out there with exercising. Hopefully no one gets next to me. I haven't been physically to the gym in a while. I've been working out at home a lot, but it's kind of lax because you don't really do what you're going to do when you go to the gym because when you go to the gym, you're like trying to show off and be like, yeah. I can do this. I'm strong. I'm stronger than that person next to me. I'm stronger than that wuss over there. When you're home, though, you're like, eh, let's see what I'm going to watch while I work out. Because most of my videos I watch are on YouTube, and then I can use my phone to, like, watch a movie or something. Then you're not really putting as much effort. Trust me, that's not me. I do put in the effort because I can feel it afterwards, and it hurts. But, um, yeah, I love you guys, and I hope you keep listening to me, and have a good week. Have a good night, a good afternoon, good morning. Whenever you're listening to me, I hope you're having a cuckoo time. Bye, guys. Bye.